Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One, two, tell me what you got. What's up, y'all? This is Tim Einenkel. Welcome to the library. Make sure to follow me on Twitter. That's at Kosher22, at Kosher22. DJ Eddie F is the co-founding partner and DJ for the legendary hip-hop group, Heavy D and the Boys. He's a producer, an arranger, a songwriter, pretty much a man of many hats. I got a chance to speak to him on the library earlier this week. One of the things you're known for is being one of the co-founders of Heavy D and the Boys. So yes. we, we, you know, we obviously, unfortunately, lost Heavy D this past year. Yes. Um, so if you can, just for the audience, uh, you know, can you just like talk about Heavy D and you know, it's like why was he so loved and why does he deserve to be remembered? Well, um, I mean, for one thing, first off, I mean, he was just a great you know, person, aside from, you know, aside from anything dealing with, you know, rap or being an entertainer, MC, and, you know, all the, you know, fun, fun things that he did, you know, he just was a great person and he had a great, you know, personality, great relationships and in the, in the, in, in something that was even surprising to a lot of us. We all, we all knew that everybody that, you know, were, were friends, you know, and had close dealings with him, but, um, uh, you have, would have no idea how many lives and how many people that he had extensive relationships with. Um, you know, I even think, you know, around the time when he passed, you know, we were talking with the family and his, his even his own mother was like, who would know? How did he have time to, wow. to talk to all these people? So many people. And he had a individualized personal relationship with each person you you know you would think like you know it's like almost like having a thousand people and all of the thousand people they each think that they're your best friend you know <laughs> right um and he was able to you know have the time to really you know talk to people and be there for people and be a great friend um and I, you know so many stories one story um in particular that i that i would like to share is that um um lily from um, SWV, you know, some time ago, you know, one of her family members had passed. Mm. And, um, you know, and I didn't know this until after Heavy, Heavy passed. She, you know, we were talking and she said, you know, she didn't even really, you know, she, she knew Heavy in passing. She didn't really know him like that. And, you know, he sent her, you know, flowers and reached out to her and called her and was like, are you okay? And, you know, and she just was like, you know, wow, that was like really special to her that he went out of his way um but you know he was just a great all-around person obviously um great performer 
very yeah. light on his feet. He danced like a skinny guy, even though he was yeah. a big guy, and always wanted to be the best. Um, were you guys satisfied where, I guess, looking where Heavy D and the Boys landed in hip-hop history? Um, That's an odd question. <laughs> and um, I do odd questions. <laughs> no, I mean, not in a bad way. I put it like this. I'll say, like, I'll say... It's, it's, it's yes and no. And um, yes, because I think we know what we did and what we stood for. Um, no, because sometimes history doesn't accurately, accurately report. <laughs> you know, we were mm. kind of straddled in the line between hip-hop and R&B. Right. And so we get lost in, you know... We're not really, we're not really, you know, hip 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 hop like, you know, like Eric B and Rakim, like Tribe Called Quest, like you know, and then we're not R and B like, like Guy or like Jodeci. So we're like, we were like right in the middle. And then I myself, even, you know, a lot of people, um, the first two groups that I ever put put out, they went in two totally different directions. One was Pete Rock and CL Smooth, who was my first group. And they was hip-hop, hip-hop as you could get. Right. Um, and then next group I put out was Intro with Kenny Green, who, you know, wrote the whole Mary Day Blige album and wrote all these great records for people and had, you know, they had a great album. They were totally R&B, R&B. And I think that was kind of representative of where the group sat. We went in both directions, depending, you know, what it was. So we got caught in this category where you couldn't really label us. We weren't hip hop and we weren't R and B. We were kinda like um doing both from a new Jack Swing side and an old school hip hop side. And I wanna kinda transition a little bit, but you know, you've obviously you you you've worn a lot of hats in this business. Um, you're A and R producer, DJ. When you when you when you find an artist, like you know, like I I mean something like um, like a Donnell Jones, what do you what do you look for in an artist? What do I look for in an artist? Uh, the first thing is I have to really understand who the artist is. And I talk to artists about this a lot. When I'm first working with them, I say, you know, I really, before I can talk to you about music, I have to really know who you are. I have to know their background. Um, what, first off is the talent. Oh, can you sing? Can you rap? Okay, you sound like you have a good flow, a good, you know, whatever it is, a good flow, a good voice, a great melody. But then aside from that, the next thing right after that, after the what do you sound like, what do you look like, the next thing is who are you mm. and what's your background? Do you come, you know, are you from, like, inner city? You know, were you in a gang? Were you, you know, down with people that used to, you know, you know, fight every day? Or are you from, you know, a real, you know, white bread suburban area where everything is just like, you know, like, like, you know, Disney Nickelodeon, like, who are you? Because that to me is, what are you going to say in your music and what's going to be believable and what are people going to take from you and feel an impact? So I have to understand who the artist is. Um, and then that translates into what type of records they should be making, what type of hooks, um, a lot of artists, I look at, now I'll use like Mary J. Blige, for example. You can't take an artist and just give them Mary J. Blige's songs and make them Mary J. Blige. You have to live it. You right, have to yeah. what, 
she's saying and the type of records that she made comes from a lifestyle and an attitude and a history uh, and how she grew up. It's not just a song. I want to kind of continue talking about the different hats you've worn and kind of bring it into, you know, the, the looking at the A and R, but in kind of today's era with the amount of uh, kind of reality shows we have with American Idol and The Voice. Uh, yep. how, how has the A and R job? I mean, how how difficult now is the A and R job? With you know, it seems like you have, and this is a total outside perspective, so I could actually you know be wrong, but it seems like you have just kind of this like cookie cutter formula you you know you, you have thousands or millions of people try to get on american idol the voice they you know they're three people are picking out who's the voice of america and it seems like everyone else that used to work in the record uh, industry is irrelevant right now what happens is you have a media revolution you have a media and technology revolution and that's and it's affecting the music business just like it's affecting everything else just like it's affecting you know Phones and news and, you know, technology and navigation and how you get information, you know. I was just talking to somebody yesterday. You used to have to go to the library. You wanted to do a report. Now you just go on Google and say, what is, you know, yeah. you yeah. know, what is heart surgery? Comes up with all, these, all this information, you know. So what you have with programs like, you know, The Voice and American Idol, you have, it's, it's the new way that we um, consume media. And part of the challenges these days is that there's so much to choose from because the, um, the barrier to entry is not what it used to be. It used to be that you had to go to a professional, you know, record company or producer and you had to audition. And then if they, if they believe that you had talent, they would put you in a studio. The studio costed, you know, a thousand, two thousand dollars a day minimum. So nobody was going to put you in the studio unless they thought that you had something. Right. Um, nowadays, for two thousand dollars, you can buy your own whole setup. You can have a computer, laptop, whatever, or you can get a hand-me-down computer from, you know. Your mom, dad, aunt, uncle, older brother, sisters, old computer that they don't need anymore. They give it to you. You go online, download whatever program or choice that's free. You can record vocals and, you know, mm. you can be a quote-unquote producer or an artist. or And you can actually record your song. You can send it to people. You can email it to people. You can make an MP3. Now, whether it be a great song or whether it sounds horrible. Like, you know, the equivalent of you could either have a great song or you could be the equivalent of I'm singing in the shower and I'm sending it to my hundred friends and, you know, what do they think? Right. And that's part of the challenge that you have now. It's not that it's not that there aren't a lot of great people out here. It's just that there's so much junk out here, too, mm. that wasn't there before. Eddie F., uh Thanks so much um, for taking the time uh, today on The Library with Tim Einigel. Oh, appreciate it, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me. That was DJ Eddie F., co-founding partner and DJ of the legendary group Heavy D and the Boys. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, at Kosher22, and download my podcast on iTunes by going to iTunes and looking for The Library with Tim Einigel. 
That's E-I-N-E-N-K-E-L. Peace. Take my hand, walk with me. I'm the Imperial, overweight lover, MC, heavy D. Now that I've introduced myself correctly, do you have a moment to spend some time with me? Would you like a drink, maybe a pina colada, a strawberry daiquiri, some wine from Havana? It really doesn't matter, the choice is yours. And when you do what you drink, we'll take a walk outdoors. Gaze at the stars, walk down the boardwalk. Sit by the beach and talk, lovers talk. Make a quick call on my cellular phone. Send people in the zinc to pick us up and take us home. Ah, an enjoyable night. The moon was smooth and everything was alright. It may be hard for you, but it's easy for me. Cause girls, the girls, the girls, they the love girls, me. They girls, they love me. Disco word. Pete Rockenseal Smooth was on stage drinking Cisco. Damien had his girl Michelle. Of course. Craig Boogie had a girl that I never seen before. Hey. ADM was home making a beat. <laughs> Nick T was at the crib on 120 Shell Street. Tootie had a cutie that was dope. Ruby Boo, Quan, and Little Dallas was the coach. Rap had the dance floor. Go, go, go. Joe Black was in the corner looking at me. Tommy George, Jeff and Butter was on the spot. Buying champagne for the crew, $100 a pop. Me, I was casing the joint. Clocking all the people as they stared and point. It feels really good to be heavy D. Because the girls, the girls, they love me. Girls and girls, they love me. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.